Hi everybody and welcome to A Soldier's Faith. My name is Jason. I'm your uh, I'm your host. Well, I've been thinking about some things. Some things have been uh, hmm. I don't know, brought to my heart lately. We're coming towards a time where grace is not an option. It's one of the things that has to happen before the second coming. And if you don't understand what that means, grace is the ability for you to repent and be forgiven of your sins. I can't even lie. I'm not going to lie. I, I repent daily of my sins. But we're coming to an age where that's not going to be an option. Where if you sin, it's on you and you will have to answer for that where if you repent of those sins and are forgiven of those sins, it's forgiven by the blood. Now, I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to say, you know, craziness. But here's the thing. We live in a generation, or the generations that are coming up, think that hell is a playground. They think that they're going to uh, go to hell and they're going to be hanging out with, you know, the the musicians that they idolize while they're here on earth. And that's just not the way it's going to happen. Hell was never meant for humans. Hell was never meant for the humans, the creations of God. Hell was... A place God set aside for the demonic and for Satan and all the fallen angels. You know, I I, I sit back and I say sit back because, you know, as I've probably stated in prior episodes, I'm, I'm fully disabled. And for me, it's really hard to get out. Especially the way that it affects me in my daily life. But I sit here and I I look at what's going on in the world and it's it's terrible. You you have rappers that people idolize that are standing on the stage saying, you're all going to hell with me. They act like it's it's an honor to go to hell. We as humans cannot wrap around our minds the the true meaning of eternity someone's like oh eternity that's forever yeah it is forever but when most people are only living to 80 90 years old that's not even a millionth of a percentage of eternity. And today I saw something, something, uh, one of my friends posted on Facebook and he said, God will never give you more than you can handle. Let me tell you this guys. 
those of you who listen to my my podcast and you may have the same thought that God will never give you more than you can handle. God will always give you more than you can handle. I'm proofing it. We had an issue with our car. Still have an issue with our car. A little 2006 Cobalt SS. And we, um, it was shutting off on us. And for those of you who know me, I'm a, uh, I was an automotive technician. For those of you who don't know me, hey, I was an automotive technician. I was figuring out issues on one particular car that a Chevy Master Tech could not figure out. I don't say that to brag, I say that for this reason. Someone who is a master at their job could not figure it out. You know, and and hearing someone say, oh, God will never give you more than you can handle. That just, it just blows my mind. Especially if you're talking to someone and you're trying to lead them to Christ. Hey, it's all good times over here. God will never give you more than you can handle. Let me tell you why God gives you more than you can handle, guys. He gives you more than you can handle, so you fully rely on Him. I don't want to see anyone, and I mean anyone, go to go to hell. I really don't. If you've listened to one of my prior podcasts, you know I had a vision once of what hell or at least the entrance to hell is going to be like and it's not fun and games it's it's a scary place you know I don't say this stuff to scare you I say this stuff because it's true. We've been given the warnings. All the warnings. All the warnings. You know? So, like I was saying, more than you can handle. So, as I said, <clears throat> I was a Chevy man, or I was a uh, technician, and I worked for Mazda, I worked for BMW, I worked for Hyundai, hmm. but one day, because none of his other techs could figure it out, my service manager brought me a Tahoe that had a, uh, a code that it was throwing. And he said, hey, man, I need this figured out. I need it fixed for the customer, and I need it done as soon as possible. Cool. I'll get right on that.
I did everything that I could do under my power. And I walked up to the service manager. I said, hey, man, I can't fix this. It's an issue. It is not fixable. He looked at me and he said, well, you're worthless. We're just going to spend the money, send this over to Chevy and have a master technician fix it. That was kind of a, uh, it's kind of a stab to my masculinity. I'm being completely honest. You know, this guy saying, yeah, you can't do it. You're worthless. We're going to send it to someone who can. So they spent the $8,000 because that's how much it cost them to send it to this Chevy dealership. And the master tech sent it back and said, hey, I can't fix this. It is not fixable. Service manager walks or says to them, because I'm in the office at the time when he's having this conversation goes up or says to the guy well that's funny because my technician here said the same thing that it couldn't be fixed you know maybe you got the wrong technician trying to fix it the guy from Chevy says no we have our master tech with 20 years of uh, experience trying to fix this car unfortunately this car is not fixable So, service manager brings the car back to me. He says, well, I think they're full of crap. He says, it's not fixable. Go ahead and try it one more time. Not to all look towards the guy that was training me when I first got there and said, hey, man, tried everything. I don't know what's going on with this car. You know, the, the master tech from Chevy said he couldn't fix it. You know, what do you think is going on with it? Mm. The guy that uh, originally started training me at first, he looks at me and he says, well, here's your issue. Mm. The problem isn't with the car itself. The problem is with Mm. the return valve for this car. He said, I've seen it a thousand times. I don't know why they gave it to you when unless you have experience with this car you're going to know what to do now I say that for this this aspect guys and gals I say that God won't give you more than you can handle or I say God will give you more than you can handle and I hear all these people say oh God will never give you more than you can handle My service advisor handed me more than I can handle. And when I tried everything in my power to fix it, I couldn't do it. It's not until I let go and let someone with more knowledge than me help that it was figured out. See, it's not a situation where 
we can't handle it, we give it off to somebody else. It's a situation where if we can't handle it, or if it's too much for us to handle, we need to go to God and say, God, I can't handle this. I need your help. Because hmm. I guarantee you, we've all been in that situation where we can't handle something that seems so small, yet causes so many issues. You know, maybe you have a bill, or maybe you have an issue with your car, or you have an issue with your kids. Our biggest problem is our pride. We don't want to ask for help. We're human. We don't want to ask or say, God, I can't do this on my own. I need your help. Personally, I've let go of that pride a long time ago. And I thank God every day that he taught me to let go of that pride. Because, uh, I know for a fact I can't do it. <clears throat> when it came down to my car, finding my wife's car being broke, one of the main problems that we finally figured out it was God letting me know was the catalytic converter. Catalytic converters are expensive. So first I, I after I did everything in my power to fix the car and it was still broke I put my hands up and I said God I can't do this. I have no clue what I'm doing. I need your help. Help me figure out what's wrong with this. And a few days later we were driving and you could hear the pieces of metal from the catalytic converter going through the exhaust. And I stopped. I said, thank you, God. I know what the issue is. Fixed it. Granted, the car is still doing that issue now. But. We figured out one part of it. Don't have that pride. Pride is a deadly thing. Don't have the pride where you don't 
one to ask for help. We're coming to the point where grace is not an option. coming to the point where forgiveness for your sins is not an option. If you don't know, Jesus as your personal Savior, please reach out to him. His burden is easy and his yoke is a featherweight. I know there's someone who's thinking just like me, but I've done this and I've done that. Guys, I've done a lot too, and I'm not proud of it. And some of this podcast was for me to come clean and show you that there is change and there is forgiveness. There is absolute forgiveness. There's a lot coming out. I know there's a lot of people who were like, oh, well, God doesn't exist. Blah, 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 blah. This, that, and the other. In the past few years, the Bible has been proven true more than science has been proven true. Think about that. The Bible has been proven true by science more than science has been proven true by science. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, recently they found the remains of the chariots in the Red Sea. The fingerprint of God has been found. The name of God has been found in your DNA. Like an artist, he signed his name when you were created. I don't want to see any single person end up in hell. I really don't. Because the visions that I have been shown (laughs) it's not where anyone would want to be at. Now you can joke around all you want. Say, oh yeah, hell's going to be a party. But it's not. God loves you and he wants you to be in heaven. I know this. Dear Lord Jesus, I 
pray for the person hearing this podcast right now. Pray that a seed is planted in their their mind, in their hearts. That they would hunger and thirst for you, Lord Jesus. In your holy name I pray that you would set a fire inside of them. A fire that could not be extinguished. For those listening that don't believe, I pray that you would just spark in them a yearning to know more about you. Lord Jesus, I ask you to cover each one of them in your love and in your peace. In your holy name I pray. Amen.